up everybody it's me aj some of y'all know me as aj anthony tony um i'm here to do the psalm series um i'm gonna be coming out of psalm 101 and this is one of my favorite psalms if you've ever felt like you're not in the presence of god if you ever felt like you're not hearing god's voice uh, you're gonna see right here in this psalm that david takes some very personal important steps to get back into the presence of god so we're gonna just dive right into this and there's um eight short verses we're gonna read them and we're gonna kind of dissect them a little bit um psalm 101 i will sing of your love and justice to you lord i will sing praise i will be careful to lead a blameless life when will you come to me i will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart i will not look with approval on anything that is vile i hate what faithless people do i will have no part in it the perverse of heart shall be far from me. I will have nothing to do with what is evil. Whoever slanders their neighbor in secret, I will put to silence. Whoever has haughty eyes and a proud heart, I will not tolerate. My eyes will be on the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. The one whose walk is blameless will minister to me. No one who practices deceit will dwell in my house. No one who speaks falsely will stand in my presence. Every morning I will put to silence all the wicked in the land. I will cut off every evildoer from the city of the Lord. Now, this is, this is one of my favorite psalms. I'm going to go back. Let's go back to uh, verse 2. David says, I will be careful to lead a blameless life. And now, and I love the emphasis on lead. It doesn't say live a blameless life. It said he will be careful to lead a blameless life because we must understand that David is king and David realizes that people, he's leading people and people look up to him and he gives orders. So he's saying, listen, I am going to be careful not to just live a blameless life. I'm going to be careful to lead a blameless life. And so many times, you know, as believers, we don't realize it, but you, when you're a believer, when you're a Christian, you're a leader. Whether you realize it or not, you may be the leader of one or you may be the leader of a thousand, but you are a leader. People look up to you. And David is saying, I'm going to be careful to lead a blameless life because I know people are watching me. But right after that, listen to this, right after that, he says, he asks a question to God. He says, when will you come to me? Which lets me know that, that David doesn't feel like he's in the, in the presence of God. Maybe he's in, a, he's in a, a different season in his life and he's asking God, he's saying, when will you come to me? So many times we, we get like that. We're like, God, where are you at? But one thing I've realized about this whole thing is that David it knows the presence of God. He knows what the presence of God feels like and he knows what it doesn't feel like. Excuse me. But he's starting to make some adjustments to get back into the presence of God. So he knows how to get back in there with God. So you keep on going farther. He says, I will conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. <laughs> so back up, he's king, right? And he says, I'm going to lead a blameless life for everybody to see. But I'm also, when I go home, I'm going to conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart. So many times as Christians, I see this all the time, is that they, we, we will live one life outside and then to, for the world to see and then we come inside our house and we live a totally different life and David is saying listen I'm going to lead a blameless life outside and I'm also going to conduct the affairs of my house with a blameless heart inside and if we keep on going let's keep going let's keep going I love this let's keep going verse 3 says I will not look with approval on anything that is vile I hate what faithless people do I will have no part in it he says, I will not look with approval on anything that is vile, anything that is evil, anything that's going to cause trouble. He's not saying that he won't see it. 
He's not saying that he won't hear anything. He's saying if I see it, if I encounter it, I won't show any approval for it. And a lot of times as believers, we walk around sometimes and we can get a little bit relaxed a little bit and, and we can, we can kind of accept a little bit too much. And David is saying, listen, I'm not going to accept anything. I'm not going to, if anything contradicts the will of God, I don't have to accept any of that. And he said, I'm not going to look with approval. If you see me looking at it, you're going to see me looking at it not with approval. And you keep going. He says, I hate what faithless people do. He's not saying... I hate people. He loves people. We love people. But you have the right to not like what certain people, what people do sometimes. And David is saying, listen, I love everybody, but I want to stay so deep in the presence of God that when I see anybody that's doing something that's outside of the will of God, I'm just not going to like it. That's just not going to be me. So as we keep on going farther, he says, verse four, verse four, he says, the perverse of heart shall be far from me. I will have nothing to do with what is evil. He says, the perverse heart, the crooked, the warped mind will be far from me. I'm going to be so in the presence of God that anything that's not of God is going to seem like it's just so far away from me because I'm going to try to stay focused on his will at all time and all days of my life. So all of these things are going to be far from me. It doesn't mean that he's not going to be around it. But he's going to be so in the presence of God that it's still going to be far away from it because he's concentrating on staying in the will of God. He is setting a standard. He realizes what it feels like not to be in the will of God. He realizes what it feels like to be in the presence of God. He realized both sides. But what the most important thing is now he's realizing what it takes to get back into the presence of God. So what David is doing, he's cutting certain things out of his life and he's making an important uh, a critical stance to God on the how, to, how he wants to stay in his presence. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. He says, whoever slanders their neighbor in secret, I will put to silence. Whoever has all the eyes and a proud heart, I'm, just, I'm not going to tolerate it. Now, it's, it's easy to see somebody out in public and you see them maybe saying some things to somebody, some hateful things or doing some things. It's easy to, to intervene on certain things like that. But David said, listen, if you've been doing that thing in secret, I'm putting it to silence. I don't want anything to do with that. God, I am solely concentrating on you and your will, what you have for me in my life. And I love I love that he's making some he's making some important statements right here for his personal life. He says, whoever has haughty eyes and a proud heart, I'm just not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to tolerate anybody that comes around and be all arrogant and think they have it all together. David said, I'm just not going to tolerate it. I'm going to love you. But certain things right now, I'm, I'm trying to get back in to the presence of God. I'm trying to feel God's presence again. And there's certain things David is just saying, I'm just not going to tolerate. And as we go a little bit farther, we go a little bit farther. This is one of my most favorite parts of this psalm. He says, my eyes will be on the faithful in the land that they may dwell with me. The one whose walk is blameless will minister to me. Now, I love this part because as believers, we understand Jesus is walking with us. The Holy Spirit is guiding us. But I hear this all the time. I hear Sharon, I've heard her say this a lot of times, that we need accountability partners. And you realize David is king. David can have anybody he wants around him. And he's saying, only those whose walk is blameless will minister to me. Only those who can pray for me will be around me. Only those who are going to tell me what I need to hear instead of what I want to hear. Only those who I can vent to and they're not going to judge me. Only those who can, when I'm stepping out of line, I respect them enough they can pull me back in. He's saying, I need some accountability apart, accountability, excuse me, partners around me, not to just be around me to have fun, 
but to minister to me. So many times as believers, I believe that we kind of get ashamed of the, the things that we go through and we don't want to reach out and we don't want to have an accountability partner or we get ashamed and we don't want to go to somebody for prayer. And David is saying, no, I need those people around me. And it's so important I, ha I have accountability partners. I have people that I can call for advice. I have people that I can call that will pray for me. I have people I can call that, that I can vent to. And it's important to have those people in your life. And David is saying, only those whose walk is blameless can minister to me. Iron sharpens iron. David is saying, only people that can be around me, that can help me and strengthen me. That's all I want around me. Verse 7 says, no one who practices deceit would dwell in my house. No one who speaks falsely would stand in my presence. I mean, he's just, David is just sitting there and he's saying, I'm going to be solely focused on you, God. That's all I want. I just want to be so deep in your presence that I just continue to be a light sitting on the city hill. And the last verse, I love this last verse. It's one of my, my favorite, but six and eight are got to be my favorite verses in this thing. He says, every morning I will put to silence all the wicked in the land. I will cut off every evildoer from the city of the Lord. Every morning, every morning, listen to me, every morning, say a, read a devotion. Every morning, have a prayer. Wake up 30 minutes early. Pray with your spouse every morning. Wake up, have you a cup of coffee, and meditate with God. Pray to Jesus every morning before you even start your day. And make that statement say, listen, I'm putting to silence all the wicked in the land right now. Listen, this is a crazy time right now. It's 2020. We got COVID-19. We got so much division. We got politics. We got everything that's going on right now. But imagine if you wake up and you make this stance, you say, God, listen, I'm making, I'm putting to silence all the wicked in the land. That way, when you walk out, you can say, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. When I'm walking down the street, I'm shining. The radiant of God is all on me. And when somebody comes up to you to want to talk to you, to give you some type of want your opinion on some things like that, you all they see is the, that you're in God's presence and you start to change their perspective of thinking. And they're wondering, how in the world are you walking the way you're walking in a time like this? And it's because every morning you put to silence all the wicked of the land. Don't wake up and look at the first Facebook post. Don't like wake up and see the first tweet. Don't wake up and flip the news on so you can see the latest rights and things that's going on. No, we as believers want to put to silence all the wicked in the land so we can stay in God's presence, so we can be that shining light that sits on the hill to stay in God's presence. And the last but not least, he says, I will cut off every evildoer from the city of the Lord. Listen to me. Your city, your city could be your office. Your city could be where you go to the gym. You're setting a standard of what, how you want to walk in the presence of God. And as we walk in the presence of God and our light shines wherever we go and the Holy Spirit's glory is all on us wherever we go, when people come in contact with us, we can change their perspective of thinking. We can talk to people with love. We can give people the grace that God gives us. We can give people the mercy that God gives us all because every morning we put to silence the wicked of the land and choose to stay in God's presence. The most important thing about this, about this psalm that I love, listen to me, I love it, is the fact that David recognized that he wasn't in the presence of God, but he also recognized had to get back into the presence of God. And so many times, y'all, we'll recognize that we're not in the presence of God, 
but we're not willing to take the steps to get back into the presence of God. And we must understand, we know that there's some things we might need to quit watching. There's some things we need to quit reading. We, need, we may need to uh, uh, get off Facebook for a minute, get off Twitter, get off Instagram. We may have to stop watching the news for a minute. And we may need to replace that with prayer, meditation, the Word of God, having an accountability partner to talk to. If you just change those itty-bitty things, instantly you start seeing, feeling God's presence just creep back into your life again. And that's one of the, I love this psalm. It's a very challenging psalm. It's one of those things that you're making a statement to God saying, listen, I'm choosing to walk in your presence all the days of my life. I'm going to say a word of prayer. Jesus, I love you. I thank you. I praise you, Lord. I pray that those watching this, Father, that they may not feel your presence are going to be willing to take the steps to get back in your presence, Father. I pray for this country right now. 2020 has been the, it's a year that's going to go down in history. And I just pray that you just be with each and every last one of us, one of us, that we can stay set apart, stay in your presence. That way, when evil comes our way, we can respond with love. We can respond with patience. We can respond with grace and change some people's perspective of thinking to point them towards you. Jesus, I love you. I thank you. And I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Love y'all.